Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hi, everyone. Matt Clark, research analyst with Money Markets here with your first of the week, Bull and the Bear podcast. Now, again, like I do every time, I just want to remind you to make sure you're heading over to moneymarkets.com each and every day to check out all the safe and profitable investment information we have on the website. Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell, uh, Greens and Fortunes co-editor Charles Sizemore, myself, and the rest of our team, we work really, really hard to provide you with this information for your portfolio each and every day. It includes uh, credible recommendations, trends, uh, things we're seeing in the market, all sorts of uh, information. And it's all there on our website at moneymarkets.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our free daily e-letter. What we do is we, we collate the best stuff every day and we send that to you every morning so that you have it right there when you first get up, have it with your cup of coffee. It is free. It comes out every single day of the week. We very rarely even take holidays off. So just so you have all that information right there for you, uh, just go to moneymarkets.com put in your email address and make sure that you get our free daily e-letter each and every day. Now, moving on with today's podcast, you know, I was thinking about this the other day and you know, I remember a simpler time. Um, I, I remember a time where when you went to meet your friends, it meant you went to the mall, you, you hung out with them at a location, you talked face to face, you interacted, you know, personally, you know, w- with someone, not, not like this where I'm talking to you via video. Uh, you know, we would meet in, in, in at the mall or maybe someplace at school or, or at someone's house. And, and, you know, it was an actual meeting. Uh, but times have really changed since then. That was, I feel, I really age myself. I feel really old when I think about that. Um, my kids are all grown, but even they now spend most of their meeting time chatting on apps like Facebook Messenger or Skype or, or Discord or whatever other means of internet communication they have. They can do it all in real time, but you know, it's all done over the internet. It's not face-to-face anymore. Long gone are the days of meeting up with your friends and going somewhere. And if, if technology didn't do it, the coronavirus pandemic actually probably did. Um, it, it may be a little strong, but you understand what I'm saying. The way we communicate with each other in real time has, has changed in just a short amount of time because I'm not that old. Um, but what isn't strong to say is that the performance of these channels and apps that rely on the internet as a foundation of communication is very good. Uh, these companies are performing very well. Uh, and and what, these, what these companies or, or what these things are called our communication platform as a service company. Now to shorten that down, it's CPAAS. Uh, everything has an acronym if it's too long. So communication platform as a service. Um, they're companies that develop things like these apps and then push them out to either Apple's I, Apple Store or Google's Play Store or things like that for you to download onto your tablet or your computer or your phone or whatever and then ultimately use. Um, and now these companies started slow. They, 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 they started very slow in like 2013, 2014, even beyond that. Very, very slow. Not a lot of revenue. But they have started to gain steam and they're doing so in a hurry. And that's why I found one company that is uh, right in the middle of the fray when it comes to CPAAS companies and leaders. And I'm going to tell you about that here in a bit. But first, I want to talk about this trend in communication platform as a service companies. Uh, in 2015, the market size of communication platform as a service, I'm just going to say CPAAS. 
um, the, the market size was only about $500 million. And when you think of the broader tech market, that's really low. That's not very high at all. Um, a lot of small companies made up the market. Developers struggled to produce and then, uh, you know, to, to produce not only a great internet communication experience, but also try to keep up with the rate of technological development. I mean, because technology is changing all the time. So, you know, these apps have to constantly be updated and you have these small companies that are really struggling to try to do that. Well, then by 2018, CPAAS companies uh, were able to grow its market by about $3.3 billion. That's where it stood in 2018. Basically, we wanted new ways to chat. We wanted new ways to communicate. We wanted new ways to interface with each other that were all internet-based. Uh, the market was giving us what we wanted and constantly developing new products that could be uh, both global reaching or even regional. Um, and, but I looked at some research and research from IDC projected the size of the CPAAS market will balloon to $17.2 billion by 2023. That is in two years. So it's going to go from 3.3 billion in 2018 to 17.2 billion in 2023. That is a 4,500% increase from where it was in 2015, which was half a million, half a billion dollars. It's massive. It's a huge growth. And, and because of the coronavirus pandemic, which has likely changed how we work, that has now pushed millions of Americans to work from homes, companies to really reevaluate how they strategize and how they work. You know, I think this trend is only going to get bigger as more and more companies realize that working from home isn't necessarily as bad as it once was thought of. Companies are going to now race to develop new internet communication solutions and suites that cater to everyone. If it's a business, you want to make sure that you can include, you know, video conferencing, chat, all these types of things, customer service benefits from the, from these types of, of apps. Uh, so whenever you're, you know, you're not necessarily calling and waiting online, you're able to chat with someone uh, to, to get your customer service, to get your, your service better provided by whoever you're going through. Now the company I found does just that. They, and they got a big boost from electronics giant Apple. And I'm going to tell you about that here in a minute. The company I'm talking about is Vernet X Holdings Corporation. It trades on the, on the New York Stock Exchange. The ticker is VHC. That's V as in Victor, HC. Vernet X Tech, uh, Holding Co Corporation. It's a company that really specializes in developing software for real-time communications online. Uh, their software works for voice over internet protocol or otherwise known as your phone internet service, uh, as well as encryption, file transfer, streaming, chatting, other internet communication services. And, and, you know, this company was very slow to get off the ground. The company's total revenue in each of the last six years has only surpassed $2 million one time in the last six years. So you would think of that and think, well, that really doesn't show a lot of growth. But then you look at 2020. And for the, la for the first nine months of 2020, that revenue ballooned from about, you know, not even a, mil a million dollars to $302.6 million in the first nine months of 2020. And the reason is, is because you have to understand one thing. Companies like Vernet X, their main source of revenue is licensing uh, and, getting, and collecting royalty fees from contracts with customers. And these royalty payments can span over years. Now, if you look at the quarter that ended September 30th of 2020, or the third quarter, Vernet X earned a lump sum payment of about $454 million in back royalty payments from Apple. They actually went to law, went to court, and settled a law, and settled a lawsuit with Apple over these royalty payments, and they won. Uh, 
so they received a huge influx of royalty payments that they weren't getting before. That's why their revenue was so low was because Apple was holding back royalty payments because of um, you know, whatever the conflict was between the two. They didn't think Vernon X was entitled to. Well, the court said otherwise. And now all of a sudden you see this big influx of royalty payments. Um, now, and what's more, in 2021, in January, just last month, a Texas court affirmed another $500 million judgment for Vernon X in its litigation with Apple. So now you have a $454 million judgment, and now you've got a $500 million judgment on top of that. That's a billion dollars in back royalty payments that Apple alone owes Vernon X. Uh, they've already received half of it. The other half is upcoming. Uh, you can do the math, and you can see that it is a massive infusion of revenue for this company. Vernon X stock did have a nice bounce following the March 2020 coronavirus crash. The stock moved from a low of about $4.29 to $7.54 in mid-May. That's a 76% increase over just two months. However, the litigation with Apple really held over Vernon X's head like a weight and pushed the stock back down to between $5 and $6 a share from July until January of 2021. Now, when news of the settlement with Apple uh, hit the wires in mid-January, the stock took off like gangbusters. It went up 51% in just over a month to where it is right now. Over the last 12 months, Vernet X has gained 66%, while the broader software industry has only gained 48%. Now, I looked at Adam, Adam O'Dell, our chief investment strategist, six-factor green zone rank system, and uh, Vernet X holding has a 95 rank overall. That means we're strong bullish on the stock. We expect it to outperform the broader market by at least three times over the next 12 months, and only 5% of all other stocks we rate are actually higher. That's a pretty good bucket to be in. Um, you know, the company ranks in the green in all six of the factors that we look at, but it rates especially high in momentum and size where it ranks in 86 on both of those metrics. It's got a strong uptrend. It's got solid trailing returns that gives us an, it gives us an 86 on momentum. It also has a market capitalization of only about $566 million. So it puts it in the small cap category. Small cap companies do tend to perform a little bit better and generate larger returns than large cap companies. You can see that if you compare the returns from, uh, in six months uh, from Apple to Vernon X. They're, the percentages are completely different. Um, now, the stock also has a solid value. It also it ranks a 77 on the metric. Um, even uh, with the recent run-up in stock price, it hasn't really made the stock overvalued. In fact, its price-to ratios are still considerably better than the rest of the software industry. The company ranks the green in both quality and growth with triple-digit returns on assets, equity uh, and investments, as well as a massive one-year annual sales growth rate thanks to royalty payments. Uh, it also comes with very little debt. In fact, almost no debt at all. So you've got solid value. You've got resolution with Apple over its royalty payments and the potential to get out from underneath that litigation. Vernet X has a really has a solid path forward in terms of its company direction and its stock price. But you want to get into this stock now. If it does interest you, um, before that undervaluation becomes an overvaluation. Right now, it's priced nice. It's a, it's a good price point to get into. It's got nice PE ratios. Uh, and, and I think now is the time that you want to get into it. So, uh, you know, do your research. I've already given you kind of laid out the groundwork. I, I think it's a buy. I think it's one that you definitely want to look at for your portfolio. I think it's going to grow. I know tech is facing some struggles of late, but that's only going to be temporary. Uh, and now that this Apple litigation is behind Vernet X, uh, I think it's really going to take off. And now you see this massive infusion of cash uh, in terms of uh, future development. These royalty payments are going to keep coming and keep coming because now that they've won the lawsuit, the precedent's been set. Any other royalty payments are going to come forward and, and Vernon X is going to make its money. 
now. So I've given you a little bit on that. Make sure you do check out our YouTube channel. If you're listening to this as an audio podcast, just head over to YouTube, search Money and Markets. We've got the green bull and the bear logo. Uh, make sure you subscribe and get notified each and every time you post a new video. Uh, if you are on the reverse side, maybe you're watching me on a video and you want to listen as a podcast, maybe you're uh, you know, busy doing housework or you're at work or whatever, and you want to listen to us on the podcast, you can do that on your favorite podcast syndicator. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can listen to us on your favorite smart home device if you'd like. Just make sure you get subscribed and get alerted each and every time a new podcast is released. Also, leave us a review. Leave us a comment on any of these platforms too. I love feedback. You can do so right down below on YouTube or on one of your favorite podcast indicators. Just type us a review, give us a comment, ask us a question, whatever you like. We'd love to see it. If you do have a question about a particular stock or sector that you'd like us to take a look at, just email us at thebullandthebear at moneyandmarkets.com. I'd love to see what you have to say. Maybe there's something you'd like us to take a look at in terms of a stock or maybe a sector, or maybe there's a trend you're seeing that you'd like us to evaluate. We'd love to do that. The bull and the bear at moneyandmarkets.com. Also head over to moneymarkets.com, sign up for our free daily e-letter. Uh, in it, we give you safe and sound investment information each and every day of the week, including the weekend. So coming up uh, later this week, uh, Money and Markets uh, will uh, on Money Markets, the Bull and the Bear podcast, we'll have uh, Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell, as well as Greens and Fortunes co-editor Charles Sizemore and myself give you three more credible buy recommendations this week. You don't want to miss out on that. We've got the marijuana market update that is uh, that will be out. Make sure you head over to our YouTube channel and check out that. And our week ahead, which comes out on the weekend, where he gets you ready for the next week on Wall Street. Until then, this is Money and Markets Research Analyst and host of the Bull and the Bear podcast, Matt Clark, wishing you all safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 